What are some pitfalls around organizational change? Mm. It's a really good and big question, Isabel. Yeah. You know, change change is a four-letter word. <laughs> that starts with an F. <laughs> well, it still starts with a C. It just people interpret it like a four-letter word. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, if you think about it. There are some folks, and I actually have talked to a bunch, like, I love change. Of course, most of those folks are the ones who are making the change. And so it's a lot more comfortable for them. But I think one of the, you know, there are a lot of pitfalls, Scott. And my guess is that we can do a bunch of podcasts on this. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's start with some or one of the biggest. What do you think is one of the biggest pitfalls? When you go about leveling up, you know, helping an organization become more. Yeah. I, well, it, I, I think number one is what are you trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. So we're going to, we're, we're changing something or we're doing something to solve what? Yeah. Like why? It's like, what is it that we're trying to accomplish and why are we accomplishing it? Right. In that spot. And then specifically how do we know when we arrive yeah um i think you know we have an organization that we've been working with lately that was looking at making um kind of change to the organizational structure and that question about why was not not very what are the pain points what's going on and what do we you know what are we trying to accomplish in the end and it made it tough to be able to help that organization make a good choice about what that change would look like. So without a clear picture of what you're trying to achieve, why you're trying to achieve that and what success looks like, it's very, very hard to make that change be effective, but worse than that, sell it to people inside the organization so that they will accept it. And and as there's, you know, as you think about, we're going to, we're going to start going down a path of of change and it could be rapid change. It could be a, 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 an evolutionary thing where it's going to take some time. Um, I also think there's this piece of, even if I know what we're trying to accomplish and why we don't take the, the time to plan it. And that doesn't mean Oh, I'm going to lay out the, you know, 8,000 steps. It's no, what are the, what are the big things? Because I think when we don't, we, we end up, we end up playing (laughs) whack-a-mole. All right. This thing pops up. So I'm going to smack that thing down and this thing pops up and smack that thing down. And then if we keep doing that, they become whack-a-tiger. I got to hit a damn tiger a lot friggin' harder to knock it down. Well, and Scott, for me, that comes with organizational context. So think about this. I'm going to make it better for me. Okay. But I don't have a big enough picture of what the impact of this department or my actions are. Right. So I go ahead and I make that change and I may have thought it, thought about it and planned it, but I didn't recognize the uphill or the downhill impact. So now you're right that whack-a-mole comes up, the little guy pops his head and we go, oh, and we slam him down. And then he just pops up in the next spot because we haven't thought about that either. It's reactionary change without context. 
And honestly, we have people who talk about, hey, we want to have this ripple effect. We want to be able to touch others. And every time I hear that phrase, and I've been seeing it more and more, it's like, yeah, we want to have a positive ripple effect. Mm, To me, that's just like, if I don't very, very careful, it's not positive. It is now I got one mole that I got to whack. Now I got three moles that I got to whack. Now I got a tiger I got to whack. And by the way, that tiger's pissed off. Sometimes he doesn't go back in his hole. He comes out and he eats us. And now we have a full-fledged, like, major issue on our hands, all because we didn't have the organizational context to recognize that the changes that we're making have impacts beyond what we know. And that's why we have to take it and have a much broader concept, right? A much broader community, a much broader conversation around this so that we don't end up with whack a tiger. I love that phrase. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, there's, there's also a piece of, you know, we, we get asked a lot for um, change management. Mm. Hey, we need, we need a change management. We need a model for change management. Well, you know, go, there's lots of books out there. Cod, I mean, John Cotter would probably be the what many Father. people would say, kind of the, the the grandfather or godfather of of change. And in the end, I, I I think part of this is as individuals, there's some things we have to do to be more change ready. That doesn't mean blindly accept. It means to really be curious and inquisitive to say what is good about this versus all the things that are wrong. Because that I think that is one of the challenges is people jump to the, this is wrong, this is bad. I think that's true, Scott. I think people will like fill in the blanks because anytime you're in the middle of change, we fill in, we don't have all the details. And so we sometimes fill it in with the worst possible scenario. There's also the other person that jumps too soon. The person that just likes the idea and falls in love with it. And we start running before we have really uh, put it kind of into this much bigger picture. And that holistic perspective is something that you and I talk about in the book, right? And we have that conversation where it's if we don't fully understand that our actions impact others. If we don't see how these things are interconnected and that, that really is kind of the heart of organizational development. And for us, the heart of optimization is being able to understand that, you know, one, don't fill it in with deep, dark, like ugly things, because that may not be true, but also take a beat to make sure that you're seeing the whole, that you consider the implications of that so that we truly don't end up having to whack all of these moles along the way and end up with the tiger that wants to come and eat us at the end. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.